Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or afternoon or morning. I don't know why I always say good evening, but this is the Home and Body Improvement Show. Ross and I are going to chit-chat. Very little politics today. We actually have real questions from real people. If you haven't yet, go to CoachPots.com, sign up for the newsletter, and as always, if you want your question featured, which, why wouldn't you? We're pretty funny guys, pretty knowledgeable about home and body improvement. Hit me up at Andy at CoachBots.com, or you can look up Ross on Instagram. Without further ado, episode number 30, Home and Body Improvement. How's it going, Andy? Ross, what's happening, buddy? Doing well, man. How have you been? Happy Dude. Election Day. Are you into it? Are you feeling it? Election Day? What are, you, what are you talking about? What are we talking about, then? I, I, what, what is this so-called election you're mentioning? I, I, I haven't heard anything about it. Me neither. No, I just heard, like, there's an election, and all I know is... Uh, Wait, we talking about we talking about Skokie? Skokie, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, man, it's happening. It's there, dude. I, I, you know us, man. We don't like to get political, but I'm. This I don't like. I my stomach's turning a little bit on this one, and uh, I don't know why. I feel like I, anytime I turn on the, um, oh my dog hates the election. Hang on. I, well, it sounds like your dog got a, a you know, has his opinion, and I can see dog trying to. Dude, anytime I turn on like the news like channels, like the CNNs and the Fox News and stuff, it's just like you get like this like pit in the feeling of your feeling pit in a stomach. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. uh, it's it's I don't know. So I'm just hoping the heartburn goes away after tomorrow or next week or so, because who knows? We but, might not even have a, um, a decision tonight. But you know, let's hope things uh, move forward and go for the best for anybody on any side the, the, uh, so dude let's get to it so what, what's going on your side with working out man how's this body any questions i got some questions i got a question and how are things on your side man i have a question i have a question from a real person and uh, nice. it's about juice fasts and it's very exciting and uh i'm more than happy to take a deep dive i thought you'd want to talk more about the election but man i, I that's the thing about me man i can do it all you know very i'm very awesome when it comes to everything you know what i mean you know you know the feeling right yeah, man. Yeah, you, you like tagging, taking on new projects for yourself, and I think that's a good idea. Um, you know, work your brain and work your hands and keep growing and being a better person. Yeah, that's what we all should be, to strive for. I had an experience, too, and it was not a necessarily a pleasant experience, and I'd love to share it with you, but it's more on the home improvement side, so we can get to that as well. We got a real question from a real listener, and uh, did you have any questions? To this, this is the deal, folks, all three of our listeners. I told Ross after last week's show, I said, I need you to post on social media to get, you know, some generate some interest and possibly get a real question from a real listener. Because being a co host, you'd think he'd do about 50% of the work, maybe 60, 40, 70, 30 at most. And uh, I haven't seen it, man. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the Ross to step up to the plate, take a big swing and 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 hit a home run. You know what I'm saying? So this this is your time to shine, man. This is your time to take it to that next level. Did you post anything on social media? 
I did, you know, when? and I had about 60 people uh, see my Instagram story and I didn't just ask a little basic little square, you know, it says, got a question about home modeling. I, I physically made a video just explaining our, our podcast and if they had any home remodeling needs, uh, questions that, that come up for their house. So I got a question now, so excited to get it. Folks, I don't know what happened there because I'm still trying to figure out how to use this software, but nonetheless, something screwed up. However, I caught it before we went on for too long, and we're going to start over again with our first question from Ross. Maybe, uh, you know, how about two sawhorses and a uh, piece of plywood? And we're back, Ross. I hear you have a question for us. All right, so this question comes from Kristen from Glen Ellen, Illinois. Awesome. I'm so excited. So here's a question. How do I paint my own kitchen cabinets without wanting to kill myself? Ross, now listen, you're the expert on this. Uh, I will. I just want to share a quick story about that, and then I want you to take a deep dive. Because I had gone to, uh, let's just say it was my buddy's place, who's throwing a party, and they painted their own cabinets. And it's one of the, I guess, I guess like cabinets and paint jobs and even like decorations and furniture, it's just landscape. Like you wouldn't notice it unless it's really, really good or really, really bad, right? And in this case, it was really, really bad. And my guess would be they got the cabinets, they opened them up, they painted them and they hung them and uh I, there's a little bit more to painting than just that like maybe sanding and stain or um you know putting a primer on putting some paint on maybe one or two coats putting a stain on uh so i'm i'm just i understand her frustration it's a process and, it, and typically with painting uh that's why you hire professionals but uh i'm anxious man how are you gonna how is she gonna do this without wanting to jump out of a window well i also need a little bit of your back and forth too on this one but uh just so because I always like you know personal interaction with this question and I think it's great so first again if you get the cabinets let's say they're 30 years old or plus okay and let's just make sure that they're not, they don't have a vinyl face on them you know um, that helps out you can paint vinyl facing but I don't really recommend it but that's just my opinion um, I don't even know what vinyl is isn't that what they make records out of yeah they do yes but it's a plastic facing Okay, so, because it's like you see like terms like satin, I guess vinyl. Uh, I I don't really know what this stuff is. It is a, it's just a plastic pressed on coat to uh, the the doors uh, to the doors themselves, and so that has is like it, a little vinyl like, sheet. Like laminate. What was that? Is it like laminate? Yeah, laminate. There we go. Like a laminate face. Is it, that's the same vinyl. thing as vinyl. So then, what the hell is satin? Satin is the finish. That's uh, satin is non-shiny. Okay, it's coming together now. So satin or glossy? Those are like the two choices that are opposites. Well, that's so. Then so let's get back. So then so when you want to paint your cabinets, okay. And so I would recommend if you have something that something that's like oak cabinets, something that just has a face to it. All right. So it doesn't matter. You're like I I just want to paint my cabinets. Awesome. So let's go to the next thing. Let's decide on paint. Go to your Sheridan Williams and go to your Benjamin Moore, all right, or your other paint provider now, and see what they go, offer for You wouldn't go big cabinets. box on that? You wouldn't go Home Depot, Menards? Um, for my for my professional experience, I'm going to go straight to the professionals, just Benjamin Moore or Sherwin-Williams. I don't want to have any other questions because I know these guys, they do residential and they do commercial. I'm going to go over there. I don't I, I, for the price that I, I charge my clients to paint cabinets, to paint homes, I'd rather just go over here just to, 
to reassure that I have a nice professional finish. And that's what you want to go for. If you want to step down on your finish, depends if you want to have the grittiness or, you know, that look, then fine. Go to those other companies. It might take you other more time to get that finished look. Okay, so know? so far we have to figure out what kind of wood you have. Go to a professional plant play at plas play paint place like a Benjamin Moore Sherman Williams. Yeah. And so then so there's the paint that I like using from Benjamin Moore. It's uh, advanced paint. And I like using the semi gloss. It's got a nice finish to it. It's got a nice little shiny sheen to it. And with that with the new paints today, again, they don't have oil in them. And so when you put this paint on your cabinets or on your wood trim, because you can use this as baseboard trim, it's going to more mold to the baseboard. So you're going to get more of that finish where it looks just as the molding of the baseboard. And the reason why I say the molding of the baseboard is you're going to see those fine detail lines. If you have lines in your baseboard or just that flatness on that little on the flatness on the, the face of the board. So you'll see the, the lines on the top. Go to Sherwin-Williams, get advanced paint. Got it. Benjamin Moore. So fine, you get your awesome paint. This paint is the, the best paint. Again, kids can touch it, and you can easily wipe it off. Mm-hmm. So you're right there. So again, all right, you got the paint. Now, let's think about this. First, you have to prep. First thing, one thing. Oh, hey, before you talk about that, it, you know, <laughs> you and I have this thing where we're like, buy everything, and if you don't use it, take it back. That doesn't yeah. apply to paint, and I found that out the hard way. I bought four gallons. I only needed one. I was stuck with three gallons because, you know, it's not like you go there and buy blue paint, right? Like, it's all white, one color, and they like put it in a computer, and then, like, the computer drops, like, a dye or whatever into it, and then it becomes that color, right? But as soon right. as they do that, it's yours. Like, you cannot return that paint no no and if you want to get rid of it i suggest just put mud inside just dry mud hmm. instead of finding kitty litter you can do that too if you want to pay it but if you just like it, can you just find like a um like a manhole cover or a storm drain and just pour it down that no 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 just mix it in a five gallon bucket and just put the mud in there and that just cuts it down and it absorbs it that's the quickest way to can do you it. find a person with the the nearest person with a fur coat on and just throw it in their face if you want to deal with more yeah do that do that if you want to deal with harassing somebody on a fur coat okay so we got the paint we're heading home what's next you're heading home so at this point before you like just a heads up prepare yourself where you want to have a functioning kitchen at some point you're going to be out of the loop with this kitchen situation all right you can't take it on you can't take this on as a weekend warrior all right you're going to do it yourself give yourself about three weeks to four weeks okay just being like all right i might be out of kitchen two to three to four I just do that too, just to be friendly. Okay. My rule of then, thumb is, however long you think it's going to take, multiply it by two. <laughs> like, that sounds about right. Yeah. Right. So have a distinct area where you're going to ha- have your functioning things that you need in the morning: coffee maker, your toaster, toaster oven, whatever your your, your needs. Have it on a table. Buy a table. Have a kitchen table in the, the living room or the dining room, and that's your setup. Perfect. You're, so the next thing is after this, work your way out of the kitchen. Work your way out of the kitchen cabinets. Start in the corner first. Right. So what I suggest is as you take off the cabinet doors, which you, this is if you want the professional one, you take off the cabinet doors and then 
what you do is you label it. Well, what about this? Take pictures too, you know, because yeah. everyone's got a cell phone, digital, you know, it's not film, it's all free. So take pictures of it, label it. And so you even try to use the same screws with the same holes because you are going to be slamming your head up against a brick wall if for some reason those things don't fit. And then you got to sit there and play puzzle. That's what adds the most time to most of the jobs I do is just trying to put things back to the way they were and I can't figure it out. Yeah, that's right. So what you're going to do is, my point was you're going to label the inside of your hinges, so, you know, so you're going to put like top left cabinet door above refrigerator and then you put that right inside like awesome. Or if you want to get some green tape, you could put that green tape, right? Label green tape, frog tape, label that and put it on the inside. Awesome. And then you're going to have all your cabinet doors set up on the side when you're going to have a time to execute painting them. All right. So then as you look in the inside, I'd say take out all the darn uh, shelves that are in there because um, I feel like the shelves probably look good or bad. In my opinion, I don't think they're the best condition, but if you can paint them, that's great. Um, I, You know, this is kind of, I mean, you would think understood, but to me, the assembly line approach is the best, meaning, you know, if you're going to take all the cabinets off, don't just take like one half of the room off and then paint them and then put them back on and then do the other half. Take everything off that's going to take off. So like that day, I'm removing cabinet doors, right? Next day, I'm, you know, painting. Uh, final day, I'm putting everything together. Whatever it is, right? Don't try to do like a, you know, 25% of the room and then move on to the because it's just like the whole process kind of repeats, and especially with paint too. Because then you have to put more paint in the pan and all the other stuff. Would you think that's? Would you agree that's some good advice? Yeah, I think. Yeah, the first part is just piecemeal your project out. All right. So where I was trying to go with was like you do the caulking side, caulking inside your cam to fill in those corner gaps. Okay. Do the caulking. You know, get a black nitrile glove. You know, that you can just do all your caulking in and just make sure that's nice and finished all in each corner awesome and if you want to separate half of that project one day then do the other half the other day that's great and make sure that's all nice now if if i'm correct here the question was how do i paint this stuff without wanting to jump off a bridge and you're kind of taking me through the step-by-step process of what you would do right um, is this the type of approach that, that like the average weekend warrior, as you call them, the average Joe, somebody who just doesn't want to pay, you know, through the nose for a professional to do it? Is this what they should do or is there an easier way? I think the, the easier way is I, I know the, the reason why I'm going trying to break it down is I think the easiest way is you have to break down this project into sections and work your way out. That's the most easiest way to make you not go crazy mm-hmm. with those like with those kitchen screws honestly have like a little cup or a little you know baby jar you know anything to put those screws in and just label that jar cabinet screws and you set that aside awesome and you don't want to get confused on the hinges but the hinges are pretty straightforward from my from my experience and if they they're you know old then replace the hinges if you can find that hinge at home depot or menards awesome but what you always want to do is kind of compartmentalize every little thing. So when it comes to reinstalling the cabinets, you have your whole cup of screws, you have your cup of hinges, and you're working your way to you're working your way out and working your way to the next project. It's you know to me Install. that's the major difference between a professional and an amateur. It's like hey, the professional's done it more, and so the number yeah. one thing is workflow. 
It's just I have an idea of what I'm doing. Uh, I kind of have a, if I don't have it written out, I have a step-by-step checklist in my mind. You know, boom, 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 I go down the list. And then if something's not right, I can kind of figure out where I went wrong and kind of work backwards, right? Someone who's never done it before, ugh. The hardest part is just figure out. For instance, I put buttons on my dog's coach yesterday because the Velcro just kind of went to, went to. I'm just going to say shit, uh, went to shit and... Um, Putting the buttons on it took me forever to figure out the first one, but then after I was able to figure it out, you know, I knocked out the other ten pretty easily. So, um, workflow, right? Having, have, I mean, watch YouTube videos, right? Listen to Ross, talk to a professional, have kind of a step-by-step thing you would do before you start, and do your best to stick to it. Don't just make it up on the fly because that's kind of hard to figure out if you go wrong where you went wrong at. Right, right. Just it's again, it's like it's like cardio. Take your time. Uh, I mean, I call it like I call it like remodeling cardio. At some point, you're gonna have to get involved in it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when you clean your bathroom. I don't want to clean my bathroom, but I gotta clean my bathroom because I feel better. And it's just I have to accept the time that I put into it because I know I'll have a finished result. Wait, you live yeah. at home? Does Does your mom clean the bathroom? No, I clean clean the bathroom. Do you clean their bathroom? I clean my bathroom. You clean yours, but do you clean the master bathroom? No. You just clean your. You just clean up after yourself. Yeah. Okay, well. I, I'm I think, a renter. I think you should pitch in a little more. Well, go ahead. What were you saying? I'm just saying is you pretty much you just have to kind of piecemeal things out and make sure that you have to just ex- – I you have to enjoy the process and how it's all going to kind of come together. And it's an exercise to, to get the task done. For me, face that you know, some line. of these tasks – it's you know that's why that's why you always hear like a radio in the background right like there's always some sort of painters always have some sort of radio that's like old school with the antenna and everything like that and it's always got splattered paint on it because just you know being out in the sun or being somewhere and you know listening to some music getting into it don't be in a rush uh, it's the same thing with cooking like you're you know it's just it's a laborious task you get it but enjoy the process you know because you know if you do it right you're going to enjoy the outcome right like don't rush you want it done just make sure that you gave yourself enough time to get it done and it could take a little bit longer but at some point you will get it done some point it's going to happen but not sooner is that it no matter what because there's always that finishing there's always that touch up there's always that little thing you know there's always something so is that it man do we do we answer the question i think we did i I, I know I went down the rabbit hole of just the process on what you need to do to work your way out. Um, yes, go watch some YouTube videos. Definitely compartmentalize all the things that you need to. Definitely label the cabinet doors. That's the most important thing. Um, replace your hinges if you like, but also um, definitely prep and prepare yourself. I'm you know, a, I'm a, a big, big YouTube task. guy, you know, and I watch YouTube almost every night. Uh, the nice thing about it, I have one of those Google Chromecasts, so when I go to YouTube, I'll click on a video, but then I click on like six or seven other videos and put it in the queue, and then uh, I'll just watch them, and if I don't like the video, I just skip it to the next one. And so like for the project, for instance, when I did the pegboard, same deal, I probably watched about five or six of those videos, and not one of the videos had everything that I did, but a lot of them had like certain tips, and I'm like, ooh, I, 
could try that, you know? So, yeah, if it's if it's something you're not familiar with, like painting cabinets, watch a couple of the quick YouTube videos, you know, talk to a professional, talk to your friends who've done it before, and just see if you could pick things up. And then you're totally right, man. Have a little bit of a step-by-step checklist in your mind and enjoy the process, man. Don't overdo it. Don't don't be in a hurry. You know, it, it, it is, it's one of those things. It's like mowing the lawn. It's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But by the time you're done, it looks good and you're proud of yourself. Right. Let me just tell this to, to, to my, my friend Kristen out there. Um, again, when you're using this good paint advance, awesome. Have a paint tray. And again, you're going to use like nice little uh, sponge roller. All right. You can use a cloth one too. Just make it, make sure it's like, you know, uh, three eighths, not a half inch. Mm-hmm. And definitely prime your cabinets before and make sure that you have, you know, use a tack cloth removing any dust particles before you do your painting. Okay. Cause you don't want to be picking at your cabinets, but when you have that rolling, make sure you're rolling on the inside, inside and you get your paintbrush just taking care of every corner. That rolling is going to help make the nice finish on the face of your cabinets and in the inside. And when that paint levels out, you're going to get a nice commercial finish. I do. Here's here's some tips because I I spent way too much money and time making these mistakes. Don't buy the cheapest paintbrushes. My mind, I was like, well, I'm going to buy some cheap paintbrushes. I'm going to use them, throw them out, right? The bristles come off and they are an absolute nightmare to work with. So I talked to a Home Depot guy and he's just like, yeah, those are terrible. You know, we sell them cheap, people buy them, but the truth is you should probably buy these. And he didn't point me to the most expensive ones. He pointed me to like the second cheapest ones. He's like, these will last you better. And I'll be damned if he wasn't right. uh, But don't buy the cheap paintbrushes, man. That is just a waste of money and you're gonna wanna be pull your own hair out by the time it's, uh, you get the project rolling. Right, and have, yeah, and next thing is have two trim cups at hand and label your trim cups uh, cabinet paint primer paint and you have that for your paintbrushes and label those too so which when you pick up you're not confused on what color you're doing so okay. ross let's, just, let's let's scoot along my friend um i'm gonna tell a quick story i'm gonna answer a quick question and then i'm gonna go see who wins the presidency i, I don't think maybe by the time people listen to us we'll have a president but i doubt it i feel like this is going to stretch out but there i go getting political again uh i went to a used appliance store to buy a fridge now i needed to buy a fridge and it had to be a specific width. Uh, the width of my old fridge was 30. I could have went up to 32. Unbeknownst to me, most fridges that are worth a darn are about 35 inches, and 35 just would not fit. Also, it had to be under actually 69 and a half inches. So it's 69, 68 at the half at the most. So 69 at the most. 68 and a half was pushing it, right? So I need a very, very specific fridge. I need a French doors because the one I have is a big door and I can't open it up all the way. I got a column in the middle of my fridge. Real pain in the ass. Let's put it this way. The last fridge I had was a piece of shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to upgrade, but I'm not going to buy a fridge because I don't own the place. I'm going to buy one. I'm I'm not going to buy a brand new fridge. I'm going to buy a used fridge because if it lasts me a couple years, I'll be more than happy. So I found the fridge I wanted after looking on Facebook and Craigslist and mostly Facebook Marketplace because I honestly I think that's the best place to find used anything. And mm-hmm. it took me to a used appliance store in Dalton, Illinois. And now it wasn't the only place I went to. I went to three different used appliance stores and this one had the perfect fridge. And I, I, I had a budget in mind. I tried to work with the guy. The guy wouldn't, he gave me 10 bucks off. And by the way, when you go to secondhand stores and stuff like that, they'll always work with you. This guy typically, you know, and typically he would work with me. He didn't work with me. He gave me 10 bucks off. That was it. But 10 bucks off, delivered, installed, 
and one year warranty. So I was like, yeah, for everything else, everybody else I talked to with used appliance, one guy was willing to give me a week, another guy was willing to give me a month. But this was a year, and I was like, well, you can't beat that. And so, I, hey, here you go. Here, so I gave him the cash. Uh, they delivered later that night. And then the guy talked me through the process. You know, you need to plug it in. Don't put anything in there for a couple of days. You know, figure it out, blah, blah, blah. But the water hose wasn't attached. And he said, well, I can come back and attach the water hose. Can't do it tomorrow, but maybe Monday. I said, yeah, sounds good. And so he came back Monday. You know, I sent him a text, hey, I'll be here this time, whatever. Shows up. Um, he knew he knew he had to take a picture of under your sink so I know which hose to get. He did that. He came here, did the job, no problem. And then he's like, okay, bro, you owe me 120 bucks. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, 120 bucks. I said, no, I don't. And uh, I told you that this was a side job on Friday, which he didn't. You know, that this isn't part of the normal installation. Never said that. When I bought the fridge, the guy said, no, 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 my delivery guy will install the water line. I think they both assumed that the water line was ready to go, and it wasn't. They had to actually attach a hose to the water, the cold water pipe underneath the sink. And it's probably like a half hour job, you know. You know, if you have the right tools and the right hose, which he didn't, he had to buy a coupler from a, to go from one half to five inches. Or whatever but nonetheless it, it, it got contentious you know I have this, this this man I don't know in my house telling me yeah. and he's like I'll you know what I'll make it a hundred bucks and I was like I don't owe you anything my friend this was part of the deal oh no no the installation wasn't this black and forth I said you know what get the owner on the phone and so I'm not gonna do that you owe me my money and I was like whoa and by the way up until then couldn't have been cooler man he was super nice you know we were joking the whole time blah 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 and as soon as he's done, whatever. So then it, be, it came down to, uh, you know, and I just played this. I said, I'm not giving you $100. And I said, uh, you know, you can do what you want. Uh, you're more than welcome to take your hose back, but I'm not giving you $100. And you can I'd get the owner on the phone because when I talked to him, he said that you were going to install this. He gets the owner on the phone. I said, put him on speakerphone. He wouldn't put him on speakerphone. Eventually, he puts him on speakerphone. And then I said, hey, you know, you never told me it was an additional charge. You told me blah, blah, blah. The, the, the owner said, that guy's my customer. You know, I'll take care of you. And, um, you know, the, the, the installer guy, you know, kind of threw a fit. And as he's leaving, he's like, you know, man, you think you're getting everything for free. You know, you ain't, ain't nothing for free man and i was just like whoa and uh so then he left and then like right away i was like oh shit and i look where my wallet usually is and it was gone and i was like you gotta be kidding me man and so frantically i'm searching my pockets i'm like i'm gonna call that owner up and tell him what happened i don't have the owner's phone number and i went to my and then make a long story short uh, a couple minutes later i went to my my pants i left my wallet in my pocket of my pants it was in my bedroom but man God, man, I learned a. I learned several lessons. First lesson is, you go to a used appliance store. You know, you may find whatever. They're not all thieves, but a lot of them are. And a lot of them get those appliances either for free, or you know, someone pays them fifty bucks to haul it away. They try to fix it. They try to sell it. They're flipping stuff. They're not. It's not always a quality product. It may be a good product. You never know. But you also never know what you're going to get. Secondly, if a stranger's coming in your home, I don't. He just seems super cool. Hide your shit. Hide your valuables, man. You know, I don't know this guy. I know this guy from Adam, and and in fact, he was so cool. I should have known something shady was coming up. And uh, thirdly, if, if there is any work to be done, 
like I guess I was at fault for not asking right away. Hey, man, do I owe you anything? You know, or how much is it going to cost for you to come back? Because he never said it was going to cost X amount of dollars. He never said I'm charging you additional. He, I don't even remember him saying this is a side job for me. This isn't part of my job. Uh, and then he's telling me, I told you Friday. I said this, that, that. I said no, you didn't. Yeah, I told you. And he kept just repeating. I said, you're repeating yourself. You never told me that. And then you certainly didn't say a hundred bucks. And if you just said that, I'd have told you to go scratch because I could have done that myself. And yeah. so it was. It was a lot of lessons learned. But the same thing had happened to me not too long ago. Well, about five years ago with movers. You know, they quoted like 350, let's say. They put all the stuff on the truck. And then before they moved the truck, they said, you know, there's more stuff than we thought. Uh, this is going to take longer, longer than we thought. We're estimating this, blah, blah, blah. They charged us double. And it happened to be an ex girlfriend that was moving out, and I just wanted to be done with it. Um, I just signed the papers. I, I said, you know, this is bullshit and stuff. He's like, well, you don't have a choice. Stuff's already on the truck. First of all, you always have a choice. And looking back on it, I should have just said, I'll take the stuff off and you guys can go. I'm not paying you anything because they won't do that. You know, they'll work with you. They probably won't do that. Who knows, right? But it was a really, there was three dudes and my ex-girlfriend standing there and she's moving out, by the way, and I just want to get rid of her. I mean, I could have put, shit, I, I, I would have paid him a million dollars to get rid of her. But nonetheless, um, you know, they screwed me. And then it, it's just this like, I don't even know what you want to call it, but like, shady dealings with guys you know everything's mostly in cash you know who knows if they're going to do a good job if they don't do a good job there's not much recourse um and that was that's what i felt like this was the guy was totally cool he did a great job and at the end you owe me money and i'm like no i don't and there was i don't know man you ever had any experience with that um yeah like you know for me if i was gonna like yeah First of all, if I was, I was going to install it, my, I would install it myself just due to the fact that I don't want to deal with another person being in my house um, just because I'm more DIY hands-on. Um, but if I'm out of time, yeah, there will be a situation. And I think as a contractor, definitely I've not spoken up sometimes, you know, in the past about money. And you really have to know that fine line of like, okay, is the water insulation install you know part of the install and you know and if it's word of mouth fine but then you know if there's a little fishiness from what you experience then and the guy wants to get paid you know um you did the right thing speaking up but it doesn't sound like it was too clear enough for the guy who installed it for you no you know? and it, it who knows he might have in his heart of hearts really thought that he said, hey, this is a side job. I'm going to charge you. First of all, I don't know how much a plumber costs, but they don't cost over $100 an hour. And that wasn't a yeah, $100 job. $120 just to get in the door. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah, dude. Wow. That's gonna... skill right there. You pay for skill. You want skill? $120 in the door. $150. You're probably paying $150 right there. So that's probably what just... he's thinking, right? Charging yeah, a normal that's... hourly I rate. I come in. I'm in the door because I, I, I there's just you're paying for a skilled guy to come in there. One one twenty one fifty, right? Just right there. And dude, I would have paid him had we agreed to it before he came, right? And I would have known I was getting myself into. Okay, pay X amount of dollars, get this job done, make sure he does it right, call it a day, right? It's not what happened, man. And uh, I th I do think there was a little bit of a misunderstanding, but I also think that there was him trying to pull a fast one too, because the way he asked for the money 
wasn't like, okay, you know, just like we agreed, I, I need to get paid. It was more like, bro, you owe me this. And I was like, excuse me? You know, like, it just came out of left field. I don't know, man, 120 bucks. Maybe I'm in the wrong line of work. Maybe the free podcasting world is not where I belong, and I should go get a plunger and a tool belt and become a plumber. What do you think? Um, I say stick to where it brings you money. Yeah. Stick to that. Money um, is king. Yeah, but, like, again, like, you think that's going to be a quick install? You know, I think it's going to be 30 minutes. Again, I have four things to make sure that I can install that refrigerator um, or that dishwasher. You know, like, I don't know. Everybody's setup is always different underneath their kitchen sink. And you never know. You never know. And that's why. And you're getting paid by the job, essentially, right? Because, like, it yeah, could take an hour. Are. It could like, take three hour, hours. It should take you quick. You're like, no, man, like, I had to. Sometimes I get a, there's no shutoff, water shutoff, you know, to that sink. So I got to go to the main line underneath, you know, to the main line of the house, you know. Or the apartment complex has to shut their whole system down for the first three hours, you know. And you had to book that out, you know, and ahead I, of time. I will say this, though. Like, you know, I'm 6'2", I'm losing weight, but let's say 185 pounds, right? And uh, he wasn't going to bully me. And I'd been there before, and I was like, but if I was like some petite female, you know, like what is she going to do at that point? Um, and it's, it can get scary, man. And I fully expect him to show up to my place with a blade and be like, where's my money, bro? You know, like, I, I, I fully, ex- I'm like waiting for like a day or two or three for like everything to be like, all right, maybe he's not going to kill me. So like, you know, there is always that element. I mean, that's, that's the underbelly, man. Guys like that, you know, I mean, you see it in the movies all the time and who knows, you know, who knows what this guy's capable of and stuff. But I don't want to go out because I owe a plumber, not even a plumber, just some handyman, a hundred bucks, you know? I mean, I want to go out for something like, you know, trying to stop a crime or like, mm-hmm save a kid from a falling building or something like that not because i owe some you know screwball 100 bucks right all right Right. let's get to the final question i promised i would answer this and it is a good question uh katie from ohio asks hi andy i'm looking for a quick detox juice maybe to drink once a day for like a week just to cycle out garbage for my body any suggestions uh, we could get super duper complicated, but I have done umpteen juice fasts. Um, I will say this: um, there is um, there's there's different definitely uh, several ways to do this in terms of like you know do we put more fruit instead of uh, vegetables? You know do I juice my own? Do I buy it? Um, I would say if you're gonna buy them. Go to grocery stores that have juicers, and they put they'll they'll make them uh, they'll make batches in that morning, and then you can buy the actual stuff. Don't buy the um, damn I've naked like naked is a, an example of um, juices that seem like they'd be good for you because it's you know mostly fruit and vegetables and stuff like that, but it's homogenized, meaning it got heated up at some point. Uh, at that point, by the time you're getting it, it tastes delicious, but it's pure sugar, and it's not the same as getting a juice drink. So if you're trying to detox, you know the pre-made ones that sit on shelves for weeks and weeks at a time stay clear of those because that's that'll be the opposite of what you're trying to do so if you're going to buy a green drink that you don't want to make yourself go to a grocery store um mariano's for instance has a nice juice bar um you know i I know whole foods does i know other places do and they all they make it they even jewel i went there this morning they typically have you know a section with like fresh fruit and um you know those juices if you want to do it yourself 
don't worry about what kind of juice you're going to get. Masticating centrifugal, blah, 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 blah. The one drink that I've always liked that I would tell anybody to start on is the Mean Green Juice by Joe Cross. Joe Cross, uh, I love it. He made this movie called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. We may have talked about it before. And uh, the tagline was, I was a cheeseburger away from a heart attack. And so he drank nothing but juice, fruit and vegetable juice for 60 days, lost a ton of weight, became super healthy. And essentially, I wouldn't say spawned a movement, but it definitely was after I saw a documentary. I didn't think you could survive on like liquid alone for 60 days. Uh, unbeknownst to me, you could probably survive on maybe even, you know, just water alone for more than 30 days. Um, but without water, you probably a week at best. But nonetheless, the, the recipe is one cucumber, four celery stalks, two green apples, eight kale leaves, one lemon, one piece of ginger, one inch piece of ginger. That's the mean green. That's a, probably the tastiest, healthiest, easiest to make drink in terms of balance. Um, if you drink that once a day for a week, you'd be doing better than 98% of America. Uh, it's it's and that's the drink that he kind of promotes. And that's the one I always get started. Uh, people started on. So Joe Cross is definitely someone you might want to look into if you're trying to go further in your juicing journey. Uh, and then Jason Vale is the other guy, the juice master. Um, but do the mean green uh, recipe. And if not, I have a recipe book that uh, I put out. I have five juicing recipes, which require a juicer, and five smoothie recipes, which require a blender. Uh, that is for free. All you have to do is hit me up at Andy at CoachBoss.com, and I will send you the link and send you my free book. I've tried all of those recipes. They are downright delicious. I even made some videos on how to make those drinks, too. But good luck with your detox cleanse, Katie. Um, try the mean green. I think you'll like it. Nice. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Ross, that's all I got for you, buddy. We went longer than I thought I would, but I'm having a great time. I never have a great time with you, and this is uh, this is kind of a... Same here. Yeah. Same here, Andy. Good, good. Yeah, we're finally starting to hit our speed, man. Um, I'm going to do the outro now because I don't feel like doing it. I know I don't know if you listen to these episodes, but I always do some sort of outro. I just remind people to go to CoachBots.com. Hit me up at Andy at CoachBots.com if you want to us to answer a question on the air. Or you can hit Ross at... Rockin' Radio Ross uh, on Instagram or ROC Builders and Contractors on Instagram to see our work that we have done for home remodeling. So you don't do the email anymore, just the Instagram, huh? Yeah, I think it's great because it's always handheld and straightforward. It's right there. You're so you're so millennial. Yes, hit us up, folks, because we want your questions. Uh, gives us something to talk about, and it gives us uh, probably I'd say we're on our last thread in terms of our friendship. So this is the glue, glue that's holding us together, Ross. Right? Yep, I agree. All right, I'm buddy. Glad I'm glad we're aware of that. It's great. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. All right, bye, friends.